When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, everyone, it's time once again for the Mainland Podcast, episode 348 this time, though. I'm Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com. We're an independent website covering Orlando City, Orlando City B, the Orlando Pride, all things soccer-related in the city. Beautiful. Joining me on the end of this Memorial Day weekend is David Rowe up in Tallahassee. Dave, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Usually, I don't know uh, when holidays are because my job... Uh, doesn't really allow for me to take off, but I did manage a little bit of beach time um, this go round, so that wasn't so bad. Nice. That sounds more enjoyable than my Memorial Day weekend, which consisted of going to uh, the stadium Saturday night to watch uh, another blown lead and mm-hmm. uh, late, late in the game, and uh, then uh, yeah, I decided to kick the caffeine habit this weekend, so. The last couple of days have been a little foggy. Um, not great feeling, but I avoided the, the splitting headache. So that's a plus. Hey, silver lining. Yeah, that is definitely in my silver linings playbook. Anyway, uh, here we are to uh, take on episode 348. We don't have a guest this week, so it's going to be <laughs> surprisingly quick. And we are going to, uh, although I just jinxed it. We're going to start with a discussion of Orlando City against rival Atlanta United. Second straight rivalry game for the Lions. And they came into this game, uh, you know, probably feeling pretty good after winning at Miami three to one and Mm -hmm. uh, being back at home. And unfortunately, things didn't go the way we necessarily wanted. Although Orlando played a good game, they just did that thing where they score once and then can't score another one. And then you don't put the other team away. And, you know, they call them cardiac cats for two reasons. One is that they sometimes produce some late magic and sometimes they give the other team some late magic in the last couple of home games, giving the other team some late magic, a, a fortunate bounce uh, over to a young player, young midfielder, Tyler Wolf. And he's able to tie the game in the 86th minute rather than the 89th as the previous youngster did in the, Exploria Stadium, but it all started off pretty good with Kyle Smith getting the podcast bump and scoring his first goal of the season in the first half. Look, uh, he could have done it earlier. We just hadn't had him on our bad. Um, But yeah, getting the podcast bump, uh, getting being on the right side uh, on the back post when the ball uh, squirts back out, right place, right time, calmly puts it in and lines are up one nil. Yeah, it was enjoyable watching Kyle in this game because he started off as the right back, but then he kind of played like an extra number 10 at times for the Lions. He was he was tucked in. He was up the field. So like kind of far up the field like Juan used to play, but he didn't get width. He kind of let uh, 
Um, Facundo Torres be the player with, you know, providing the width. So that was an interesting new wrinkle uh, as uh, Pereira entered the uh, lineup in place of Gaston Gonzalez. That's kind of what we figured would happen uh, four at the back this week, but really kind of three at the back with Kyle up front. And it was, it was a, an interesting um, decision by Oscar Preha, but he said, you know, he, they worked on it last week and, and Kyle understood what he wanted him to do really well. And they, he took it on and he played well in the game. I thought. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, we literally talked to Kyle about, uh, you know, how many different things he does for Oscar and here's one more. Um, of course we didn't know about it at the time, but sure enough, stick him wherever. Yeah. Just put him in there someplace and say, go do some soccer, go do soccer, <laughs> go do soccer. And, uh, he did, he did soccer, not enough soccer from the rest of the crew. Uh, there was, uh, unfortunately, the end of Erchankara's uh, goal-scoring streak. He snapped it three straight games, but he was he was active. He nearly scored on a, a long throw-in again. And uh, when he came off, you know, he came off from Maguire again, and just uh, you know, I would give Atlanta a lot of credit. I thought defensively they played very well for a team that is near the bottom of the league in goals conceded. I thought they did a really good job on Orlando's uh, top guns. And, um, you know, roughed them up a little bit, but Alan Chapman was letting a lot of stuff go. So, uh, it was, um, it was, you know, sometimes you got to tip your cap. They kept some guys quiet and Orlando kept some guys quiet as well. You know, we were worried about Yakamakis and, mm-hmm. um, and of course, uh, uh, Tiago Amada. And so neither of those guys did anything. They combined, they had one shot that was off target. So. Uh, you look at the job that Orlando did defensively, and you have to say they they did a good job against one of the team's highest scoring, or one of the league's highest scoring teams. But they just got to get that second goal. Once they start getting crooked numbers at home, then they might be able to get some home wins. Yeah, yeah, it is it is frustrating. Um, but like you say, the cardiac cats giveth, and the cardiac cats taketh, and this time they tooketh. Yeah, and. <laughs> I have never seen Oscar Pereja looking so dejected and frustrated after a draw. And, um, yeah, he was, he was just beside himself. He was like, the guys played really, really well. Just can't get that second goal. And it's frustrating. Yeah. Story of the weekend. Yes. So, uh, the lions get the draw. They, uh, they maintain a, an unbeaten streak, although, you know, not not racking up wins like you'd hope, and they will have to go on the road to Red Bull Arena to try to take some points home from Harrison, New Jersey, from the trip this Saturday. So we'll we'll get to that uh, part of our you know preview uh, later in the week when we do our second show of the week. But uh, overall thoughts on this one, Dave? Well, like you say, um, none of the big boys on either side were really a, a factor. I mean, you have. <laughs> Kyle Smith scoring for Orlando and the young kid scoring for the Red Bulls and the goals came from places that you don't expect. And when that happens, well, you know, it's weird, wild stuff. And that's, that's kind of what we saw. And, you know, there were some, there were some good chances for Orlando city that once again, just could not seem to put the ball in the back of the net. And that's once again, the story of the season so far. Yeah. I think you meant Atlanta, not Red Bulls. Sorry. Yes. Atlanta. <laughs> but 
I'm easily confused right now because um, my head's a little foggy. But uh, no, no, it's because I have our spreadsheet up and mm. and they're next. Yes. So, all right. So speaking of your spreadsheet, what were our predictions this week? Uh, you predicted a two-two draw, and thus were partially correct. I predicted a two-one win, and thus was all the way wrong. Um, so go you. Yeah, I couldn't remember on Saturday night if it was, uh, I was thinking for a while that I predicted 1-1. I was like, hey, somebody's got to win this game because I predicted 1-1. And uh, it turns out, no, I predicted 2-2. So it could end 1-1, and it did. And that's unfortunate. But a point is a point is a point. And um, I'm not going to not gonna get too upset about the team right now. They're still above the line. And they still haven't quite figured out the best lineup, the best, uh, the best possible uh, situation where everybody's in form. They haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm not really even sure that Oscar knows what his best starting 11 is yet. And that's partly because of, you know, the fact that some guys were hurt earlier in the season. Some guys have been in and out because of international duty and things like that. So, uh, and then some guys just started one way and ended up cooling off and, and have yet to get some other guys have yet to get going. So it's, it's kind of hard to figure it out right now, but I thought that uh, Pereira played really well in this game, and you know, Torres looked looked active in the game. Ojeda had a nice uh, spinning shot that was on target, would have been just inside the post, but Guzan made a great save on, and that that kind of sucked. That you know, we're, he's been out with an MCL for weeks and weeks and weeks, and he was listed as questionable. And as soon as I saw him come out for warmups, I'm like, ah, crap, he's starting. And he's going to probably <laughs> steal a couple goals. And he did. He stole probably two goals away from Orlando in that game with some really great saves. And that's that's just the way it goes. Every time we play Atlanta, that's part of the reason that they have such a crappy record against them. It's it's they even when they get them on target, Guzan finds a way to stop them. Yeah, it's uh, completely unsurprising to me that he ended up playing because, of course, he would come back and play against Orlando City. All right, Dave, what's uh what say you hit me with your man of the match here? Uh I'm gonna go with uh Janssen. I thought he was defensively strong. Like I said, they they fairly well shut down uh the uh Atlanta offense and that was that was important. Um you know, Almeida not being able to do anything that was that was huge. So in a lot of pretty good uh you know players in the match but you know nobody standing head and shoulders above i'll give it to the beefy sweet because he literally does stand head and shoulders above some of them okay i'm gonna go with kyle i thought kyle played really well and he got the only goal obviously but he also played in a position that he hasn't really played much of since college when he was an attacking midfielder at mm-hmm. uh transylvania nice so, uh yeah uh, he he ended up uh putting together a pretty nice game overall and uh, I will give it to Kyle. So we, uh, we we're split this week, but that's all right. It's okay. Yeah. We're allowed to be have different. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't happened in a while, but there yeah. you go. Sometimes it's obvious and sometimes there's, there's a little more nuanced. Nuance. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kyle Smith is on the team of the week. He got the defender scores a goal, uh, you know, bump from, from MLS and got on team of the week. So congrats to Kyle for making team of the week. 
the podcast bump is real. It is real. So between the podcast bump and then the defender scoring a goal bump for MLS, lots of bumps, although they were all good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's about it. Unless you got anything else on Orlando City, I, I think it's uh, it, it's safe to say that uh, a point's not what they wanted, but a lot of the results around the league kind of helped them a little bit to to not lose too much ground, and and uh, the teams all around them seem to be drawing as well. So, still got to well, bank on winning in that game in hand. <laughs> well, and you know, like four results in a row, like you say, only one win out of those four, but still. Points in every game in in each of the last four matches is that's nothing to scoff at. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, we've still got plenty to to get to. Inter Miami was hosting, or Inter Miami two was hosting OCB on Thursday when we recorded our last show. So we'll talk a little bit about that. OCB is in action now as we, you and I are uh, recording this one on on Monday night, uh, Memorial Day. And so we'll talk a little bit about OCB and uh, about one of OCB's players. And uh, we'll get to our mailbag box. We're going to do all of that right after this. And we are back, Dave. And it's time, I think, for our mailbag box. We'll do the mailbag box and then we'll end with our OCB chat. How How about if we do it that way? Well, I do love the mailbag box. Okay, well, then you will have no objection to uh, to opening our mail. No objection. All right. Well, there's a couple of ways you can ask us anything here at the Mainland Podcast. And uh, those who have listened to this show for a while can probably recite this in their sleep. But you can hit Mm -hmm. us up on Twitter at the Mainland is our Twitter account and use the hashtag AskTMLPC. And the other thing you can do is you can email us at the Mainland at gmail.com. You can also go to the website to our mainland podcast page and fill out the form there. So there's multiple ways that you can ask us anything. It can be soccer related or not soccer related, Dave, as you know. So mm-hmm. we'll get to it. So let me open the mail, as it were. Yes. Time to open the mailbag box. Yes. Let us reach in here and see what we got. Okay. We have got. Andrew DeSalvo, Dave, has given us some homework. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, we know we we don't like homework. But uh, he says, hi, mainland team. In the spirit of your all-time best 11 from last week's show, if you were making a combined starting 11 of current Orlando City and Orlando Pride players who would be in that 11 for the sake of being even, let's say goalkeeper is a city player in one half and a Pride player in the other and you need five outfield players from both teams among the other 10 players in your starting lineup. Thanks, as always, for all the wonderful content. And I, for one, would pay to watch a co-ed club competition if this ever existed for those organizations with both men's and women's teams. So, uh, okay. I think we've done this one before, but maybe not with the current teams. So what are you thinking, Dave? Well, I mean, just starting out with the the two keepers, first half, second half, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that it's going to be Pedro Galese and uh, Morehouse. So mm-hmm. I think that's, I think you're probably on board with that. Yeah. Um, moving up the field, uh, center back, I'm going to choose Antonio Carlos and uh, Emily Madrill. 
as my center backs, uh, one tall, one not as tall. Um, I'm going to have uh, Halliday and uh, well, both on the same side, but this is for fun. So McCutcheon, um, and then in the midfield, uh, Cesar Araujo uh, as defensive mid, um, kind of up top of him a little bit, uh, Viviana Villacorta, and then uh, as we move into the attack, I will pick uh, Ojeda, Marta, Adriana, and Erjan Cara. So lots of a lots of firepower on the attack. Okay. Um, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't get excited about this topic. I don't know why. <laughs> but I will. I will try. Obviously, all the pieces don't go together great. That's why. Yeah, they don't. Um, the keepers you mentioned. I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm going to go. Antonio Carlos. And Robin Janssen. Let's just put a, a strong spine in place. Okay. Uh, on the outside, I'm going to play Madrill at one of the fullback positions. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to play. I'll play Kyle Smith at the other. I'll play All Kyle right. on the left side. Why not? Yeah, uh, so well, let's see. That gives me already three of my Orlando City players and one Orlando Pride player. Uh, so I will use the double pivot of Viviana Villacorta and Michaela Clough. Okay. So now we're at 3-3. Three, three. Uh, we'll go Adriana is a fourth and fourth Pride player. Uh, and yeah, Marta, why not? There's your five pride players. And then Torres and Cara. Okay. Yeah. We had some crossover in there. Yeah. It's hard to figure out, uh, because it's, it's not a real league. You don't know who, what other players, you know, what are other teams doing? It's weird. It's a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Uh, and, you know, we, and we, it we required an a little homework, but whatever. Yeah, homework. I mean, All right. well, I thank you for the earlier. question, Andrew. We do appreciate it, even if we had to, we had to like put a little more time and effort into it than we would have liked. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're lazy. We just want a question we can answer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, uh, that, I think, is it for the Gmail for this episode. Let me take one quick last look. Yep, it looks like we have uh, had nothing else since our last show in the Gmail. All right, well, we uh, we fortunately do have one in the Twitter as well. Uh, Elder Gorilla asks, if we continue at this current trajectory, what would be the focus of the summer transfer window? you foresee any player summer exits thank you for the awesome podcast oh there's always exits um but the here's the thing is that they've they've really kind of built this team as a young team mm-hmm. uh youngish team i don't and, and i think everybody's kind of under i think most of the vets are under contract for at least this year and next year so i think it would be up to if somebody asked for a trade. So I, right now I'm not seeing a lot of movement. I think they 
I think you'll probably see some backups go. I don't know what the status is going to be of Cartagena or, or um, uh, Angulo after this season, but we'll see. Um, this may be the last year if, if Jack Lynn can't crack the lineup uh, for the first team, he may end up being gone. Um, I think the I think the focus right now would probably be to try to figure out you've got the rest of this year to figure it out, but are these are these young fullbacks going to get it done or do they need to go you know find some other fullbacks? I think that could be a, an issue. I think just padding the depth is another thing that they're going to try to do. And um, as long as Cara's producing, I think they'll probably want him back again next year. Uh, Enrique, there's an investment there, so I don't expect him to be gone. But you never know if he's uh, if he continues to be invisible. I don't know how long you can keep him around. Yeah, all good points. Um, I, I agree with you on the depth. Um, you know, with especially with Gonzalez hurt, um, I think they they need to bring in some veterans uh, on the outside. Um, the I and I would love some veteran fullbacks, uh, or at least one maybe, uh, to shore that up. The if Torres was having the year like he had last season and he was doing that now, then I might, you know, be worried about him going someplace, someplace sooner. But uh, his current form, I, I think he the 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 big. The big names will leave him be for now and see if he doesn't get back on track. So I'm not particularly worried about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, depth depth signings that's that's going to be it. And you know, I don't see any big names heading anywhere, uh, at least in the short term. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I think that um, next year's team is going to look a lot like this year's team, which is I think was by design. But we'll mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. I think there's also a, an opportunity there to. Uh, potentially buy down Ojeda uh, mm -hmm. and and that would open up another DP slot. So yep. We'll see if we'll see if that's a route that they go. All right. Well that is uh thank you, Elder Gorilla, for the question. That is everything we have in the Twitters. All right. Well, that's a nice short, sweet mailbox. Thank you, uh, everybody who sent in something for our mailbag box. You can do that number of ways. Email us at the mainland at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at the mainland with the hashtag AskTMLPC or go to the mainland podcast page on our website and fill out the form there. We would love it if you do that. Another thing we would love it if you do is help us out with that pesky algorithm. Help us find a wider audience so that way you, you know, more people can hear us and we would enjoy that. We would enjoy reaching more ears and it costs you nothing and takes very little time. All you got to do is rate us, review us, make sure you're subscribed and you download the shows. All of that stuff helps us. And if you, uh, by the way, leave us a five-star rating with a review on Apple podcasts, we're going to read that on the show. You know, we are, cause we've told you we will. Yeah. Again and again and again, and we've done it and we're going to do it again this week, Dave. What? Yep. We have another five star rating and review on Apple podcasts. This one is from Orlando city guys, wife. <laughs> and uh, perfect that, that's that is in fact the headline of this uh particular <laughs> review <laughs> yeah. of city guys wife five stars let's keep this five star review streak going the mainland guys deserve it for putting in hours of work for us every week third review from the orlando city guy family fantastic yeah. now that's dedication that's that's the kind of uh 
that's the kind of thing that we can get behind here on the mainland podcast. And, and not only that, obviously just bringing uh, their family closer together. And then also the community of the mainland community closer together, just showing that's family values there. That's what that is. Absolutely. We, uh, we like that. And we also like the fact that uh, this is a family that all put in a few seconds of their time, didn't spend any money, but helped us out. So we're, uh, we're very appreciative of that. Very appreciative. And, and it sounds like that's something that others could do. Yes. Uh, so the name under the Orlando city guy's wife is Jennifer duck. I'm not sure if that's the real name, but if Jennifer, if that's your real name, thank you so much for the review and rating. Indeed. All right. We're up to 84 ratings on Apple podcasts. So we'd like, nice. love to get to a hundred before the end of this season. Ooh, that would be cool. That's the challenge, folks. Get us to a hundred. Yep, let's get us to a hundred on uh, on iTunes. But if you get your podcast somewhere else, by all means, rate us and review us there. It all goes in. It all goes into the data points, and all the data points help help us get uh, seen in searches. And the more people that see us in searches, are the more people that might uh, click on a show, give it a shot. Darn algorithms. Yeah. We are at the mercy of the algorithm in uh, today's society. I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. Oh, good. Because you're stuck with them. All right, Dave, let's get to OCB. All right. OCB went to Inter-Miami. Actually, just went to Fort Lauderdale. Didn't go all the way to Miami. No, yeah, don't have to. Got to go play at Derv Punk Stadium. And that's what they did. Taking on those baby herons. From Inter Miami too, and uh, going for two straight, and uh, this this season against them, and uh, lo and behold, Jack Lynn scored a goal. Oh, of course, yeah. Alex Freeman with a nice setup down the right, slid him a ball. He he made a sliding uh, stab at the ball, went in one nil, and that's all it took. OCB, <laughs> not Orlando City, MLS team. They can hold on to a one nothing lead. Well, at least someone can. Yeah. And uh and Jacqueline just keeps scoring goals. Mm-hmm. So thank you, OCB, for rescuing us from what otherwise would have been a winless weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, in true Orlando City fashion, they're losing at home as we speak, two to one at halftime to New York Red Bulls, too, after taking an early lead on an own goal. That was caused by Jack Lynn. Oh, so Jack Lynn with a nice header. The uh, goalkeeper knocked it off as a defender and in. So it's an own goal officially. Uh, OCB gave up a really silly goal to start uh, or, you know, to equalize. And then right before halftime, gave up a free kick goal that I don't think Otero was lined up in the right spot. He was, he looked like he was covering the back post and there was a ton of space. And I'm like, wow, he's leaving a lot of space. And that's where the guy kicked it. So uh, two one and a half time, but still a lot, a lot of time left. So maybe the young lions can come back and get something out of the game. Well, and, and even though it was officially an own goal, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's a Jack Lynn goal inside my heart. Yeah, indeed. All right. So uh, OCB doing pretty well. Um, could use a little help tonight, but they mm-hmm. continue to play better than we've seen them in, in many years. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like I said, I think last week it's it's hard to be upset with the uh the youngsters. They're they're getting results and um, you know, they were briefly at the top of the table, but uh, you know, uh, their success this year and that's <laughs> that's way more than we've had previous. Yeah, they're they're getting a lot getting they're they're giving a lot more good performances overall and they are scoring more goals. I would like to see them concede fewer goals uh, other than that inter Miami two game where they, you know, got the clean sheet. They generally give up two goals a game and that's not conducive to making a good run. Uh, if you get to the postseason, it's not, it's not a defense you want to have um, for the postseason. So uh, we know their goalkeeper's good. They just got to play a little better in front of them. Well, it is a de- developmental side, so let's develop a back line. Develop some defense here, fellas. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of OCB, uh, one player who's not available is Alejandro Granados. Mm-hmm. He has been playing with Spain in uh, you know the U-17s at the U-17 level. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, he scored a goal against Ireland that was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, just an amazing, amazing goal from distance. And I would like to see him bring that to uh, Kissimmee and score like that for the Young Lions. Yes, because we now know that he can do it. And if you can do it once, you can do it again. Let's, uh, you know, why let Jack have all the fun? Yeah. Go ahead and score some Galazos. Give him some help. Yeah, give give. Give Jack some help. That'd be good. All right. Uh, OCB is playing, as I mentioned tonight, against New York Red Bulls, two at home. And their home uh, streak without a loss to this year is in jeopardy at the half as they are uh, down two to one. They uh, unfortunately uh, gave up a. Yeah, that's a that's a mistake. That's a mistake. They just showed it again. I'm watching it again. And yeah, the wall was set up near post. But. Those walls aren't very, aren't very tall walls at that age. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a three-man wall, and he was way over at the backside. And once that thing cleared the wall, it had he had no chance to get over to it. So I think he could have probably cheated another step to his right on that one. But because uh, once that cross comes in, if it's going to the back post, you have time to track over while the ball's in flight. You don't really have that luxury when it's uh direct shot on goal, but I'm sure that they'll straighten them out and they're getting ready to start the second half. So, um, but we will, uh, we'll have to tell you about this game in our second show this week, because uh, we're just about done, Dave. We are just about done and good on us. I think we've been fairly succinct. Yeah. And no, uh, no guest this week, uh, for this particular episode, we may have a, go- a guest later in the week. Uh, we figured we'd leave everybody alone since it's a holiday weekend. So, uh, that's yeah. where we're at. Uh, so the Red Bulls two tonight, and then OCB will play at Toronto FC two on Sunday at eight PM. So, uh, yeah, there'll be stuff in uh, in line for you to put in the Lion Links the next day. I love when that happens. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else you want to get off your chest while we're here, or we're done? Nah, hope everybody had a good holiday. Yep, hope you had a great holiday. That will do it for episode number three forty eight. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody who sent in questions. Please read our stuff. Our independent website is themainland.com. 
covering Orlando City, Orlando City B, Orlando Pride, all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. And uh, we would love it if you'd follow Dave on Twitter at Mainland. Dave, follow me on Twitter at Mainland Michael. Follow the Mainland at the Mainland. And uh, you could even follow Scoperp Soccer, our sister show that uh, covers Orlando Pride at Scoperp yeah. Soccer. Yeah, because that's a fun thing to do, too. Yep. You can even like us on Facebook and uh, follow us over there. So there's lots of things you can do. Rate, review, download, all that stuff. And by all means, if you want to have fun with us and, and, and interact with our community and our staff, join us as a premium subscriber. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. Check out our three levels of support. Uh, one of them is just basically a set it and forget it. And the other two, a little bit more, the more you spend, the more you get. And uh, we're planning on all kinds of cool stuff. I, I did some uh, some preliminary monkeying around this weekend with uh, a forum. So we're looking Ooh. to bring forums to the mainland.com. And uh, hopefully we'll have that relatively soon. I just not, I'm not liking the way that I'm seeing it and, and I have to find a way to customize it because I want it to look nice. It does, it, it does the job, but it's not looking nice. So the next step is, can I get it to look nice? And if I can, then it'll go live. And if I can't, I'll find a new solution. Yeah. Well, look, Michael's very particular about <laughs> things. Uh, always has been. And that is why the mainland uh, looks as good as it does. And I don't just mean the website, but I mean the articles themselves and everything that goes into it. Uh, he is our, our capitan and we follow his lead. And that's why that's why you get all the good things that you get. All right. So join us uh, as a premium subscriber. It would be uh, a way that you can help us and a way that you can help support this, the staff here so that they can maybe make a few pennies for what they're doing. And, uh, you know, you're going to get stuff out of it too. You're going to get extra stuff. So uh, if you want extra stuff, it's there. It's worth it. I'm telling you. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Episode 348 is in the can. We'll be back before the end of the week. And we'll, of course, be getting ready for a trip to play the Red Bulls for Orlando City. And uh, OCB will we'll, we'll recap their Red Bulls 2 match and talk about Toronto FC 2 upcoming. So uh, plenty to get to, and we may even have a guest on that one. So also, we will answer our mailbag box questions, so get them in. Got to hurry. And that's it. Uh, we will see you next time. The only thing left for us to do is to say, Go City! <laughs>